where is the pressure coming from in your life? And more importantly, how do you find peace through that? We've got Nastasia Rose here from Vive to talk all about pressure to peace. It's episode 88. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here, each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and I have been calling myself your story coach for just about two years now. On today's show, we've got someone who has been one of my story coaching clients, and uh, she is man, she's starting a movement here. This is Nastasia Rose, and she runs Vive, which stands for Vision to Inspire the Best Version of Energy. It's an alternative mental health practice for creators to learn to have peace while running a profitable vision. This is something that she created from deep within her heart, deep within her own story and experience to not only help people in the creative space and entrepreneurs and celebrities that she has experienced go through all kinds of trauma, but again, to specifically help people in the way that she has been helped in her own life through trauma, but hey, I don't want to spoil too much. You're going to hear all about it in this conversation. You are going to love this if you are wondering how your story can really impact your business going forward. You are going to love this if you are in a place of feeling pressure, pressure to perform, pressure to be perfect, pressure from yourself in any way, because Nas has some great tips, some great thoughts, some great ideas, and of course, a great next step on how to find peace through that pressure. Well, let's get right into it. Here is my conversation with Nastasia Rose. Naz, how you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I was so excited for this conversation. Um, just before we got started, you said, you know, you feel just safe in this space. And we're like hitting record and going live. We're going to dive into your whole story. And this is going to go out into the internet and to all the corners of the world. And who knows, we really have no idea who's going to hear this. And yet, you sit here and say, yeah, I feel I feel safe in this space. What is that? <laughs> I do. I feel a thousand percent safe. I'm, I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. And I just feel extremely safe. We've done so much inner work together with me as your client when it comes to storytelling and really truly getting connected with my story. Our first term was the most amazing term for that ever in my life. And the way that you even projected that out to my clients inside of my awesome alternative mental health practice for creators vibe, it's just they've been transformed as well. And they feel more connected with their story just from one session to the point where you are our go-to to keep bringing you back to, to guest coach for them in our signature coaching program. So it's, it's an honor and I feel safe and I feel that whoever's meant to hear this episode will hear it and it'll inspire them and light them up. So good. Okay. So we're going to get into, I want to talk about your favorite story. I want to talk about your actual story because it is, it's phenomenal and it's just such a, a wide open invitation for so many people to come into it. Um, just 
uh, again, just as you you were touching on there of the work that we've done together, uh, and and how, uh, again, just a little bit showing up with your mastermind and me me kind of coaching people through their story. Just put your own spin on this and and tell me like you know even how that has helped transform you. Can you put a little bit more practicality or spe- specificity to that? I guess like how has understanding your own journey, your story. How is that setting you up? How is that empowering you? How is that clarifying your like what what is some uh, like a practical kind of element of that or aspect that you have seen develop over the last, you know, six months or so throughout this work? Does something come to mind? Absolutely. So not like I'm soliciting for Alex Street's one-on-one service or whatever, <laughs> but you know, just a quick tip for anyone who does work with Alex Street. Please make sure you rewatch your sessions because I definitely did. And that's what's going to help me answer this question. So, you know, and first off, and, you know, before I even give that answer, I've always been scared to rewatch something because any of the work that I do is very deep when it comes to work Mm -hmm. that I invest in. And I'm diving deep into the trauma I've survived or anything in my past that I've survived that is part of my story. And working with Alex, I was able to really become proud of how far I've come and what I've done to the point where whenever Alex sees me stuck, he even did it recently, he felt the pressure as opposed to the peace that he knows I desire to feel in my work. And he was like, let's find out the middle. And it's just, it's so good. Like you want someone like that in your corner for life. So re-listening to the sessions that you do with Alex completely helps you. So to answer the question, um, session one was really about discovering the, the story. And I open my entire life to this man as if I've known him since since toddler years and it was just absolutely amazing we literally opened it up since toddler years it was the juiciest 90 minutes of my life and it was just so good and that session really allowed me to see everything I have and in a in a way where we can actually dive down to the most important parts of that story that can really make a difference in someone else's life, which Mm -hmm. also helps bring clarification to me of my journey that, wow, this really can get aligned. We just need to see the full picture and see what makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that was literally just session one. And then sessions two and three post that transformation story, which I still have in speechify, (laughs) by the way, um, you know, from the document that we get after Alex street sessions, Mm -hmm. very impactful. He dives in with the coaching notes right after, and I upload it and listen to it and all that good stuff. So when it comes to sessions two and three, I was really able to discover that I actually am meant for this work. Not like I didn't know or else I wouldn't be doing this work, but it was the confirmation. It was the real confirmation. And sometimes you need that because you're going to come across trials and challenges. Like just because you know what you want to do, doesn't mean it's going to be peaches and cream the rest of your life. Like you're going to now hit the next areas of, of trials and change and challenges and tests. And you got to be ready for that. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. So the remaining sessions really helped me confirm in my journey that I am meant for this work. And I am meant to do more. Vive is not my only identity. My music is also part of my identity. So I'm really creating a cool schedule now that I'm finally finishing my Bachelor of Science in Addiction Counseling to create systems in the back end of my brand, of my practice, where I can really get back in the studio and and have fun with it and love it. So, you know, it helps me to confirm, it really helped me to confirm that I meant to do this work and more. And that's a beautiful part of the journey. 
it's so you're so good i i'm just so thrilled to have you on here because you you just bring such an energy that is wildly infectious and the way that you just broke that down was so beautiful because i see and i saw this in you and i think that you were one of the really one of the most significant kind of transformations or or moments that i've seen in this where it was so clear that this story work you came in and you're like i'm doing this work for people like this alternative mental health you know practice and i'm doing this work uh help me clarify that and we got in and it was so clear at first that like oh this story work is first for you like it's it's so about you embracing it for you first and then we take this out and then that helps me and i love how what you just did there you got like this big abstract story and you you're seeing it get to the point where it's so practically tangible to the point where you're like and now because of all that oh yeah i'm implementing like day-to-day back-end systems that allow me to live out the story that i'm supposed to be living yeah it's just so phenomenal <laughs> you just guided through that you're like yeah we started in this really big thing and then here we are the way that my my business practically operates today is because of that mm-hmm. yeah and i'm really giving myself space grace for that too yeah because mm-hmm. i thought that it was i thought it was a matter of last year oh i succeeded in creating this awesome award-winning coaching program and i put in the work for a year and got it done this year, it was very revealing. It was very evolving where I have to actually scale slow and pivot fast as opposed to scaling fast and plummeting. So I'm really dedicating the rest of the year for those backend systems where I'm getting started and, and really seeing like, okay, what does this embodiment look like so that that can happen, that life can happen? Yeah. Mm. There's a whole conversation to happen there around scale slow and pivot fast. That's, that's, I felt that when you said that, I just, I felt like, Ooh, is that the way that I can define where I'm at right now as well? That, <laughs> that feels good. Cause yeah, there's like, there's a shift. There's like this focus to like, Oh, that's, Oh, that's the way that I'm supposed to build this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and for the first time, I just said this to my coach the other day where I was like, with all of these like big realizations around like where this business is going to go. I have to be so keenly aware that this does not mean to abandon what I'm doing right now, which is like step three in this foundational building thing. I see step 25 maybe for the first time as more clear than ever, but I cannot jump to that. Mm-hmm. That is not that is not the path. It's recognize that and now <laughs> step to the next rock, the one that's in front of me. And that's the scale slow, but be ready, pivot, pivot if you need to pivot fast. So let's talk right now, deep into like, what is this? So you, you, you've teased it a little bit here, what you do. Uh, tell me, yeah, what is this main work? What's, what's the main impact that you're making in the world right now? Yes. So I run a beautiful alternative mental health practice by the name of Vive, which stands for a vision to inspire the best version of energy. And we serve creators, entrepreneurs, and celebrities so that they can ignite their vision, whether it's a brand, a business, a project, or just being 
while keeping their energy and mental health first. So we do this in multiple mm. ways. We have a new membership that's now coming out called Rock the Breakthrough, where we help people move from pressure to peace with intentional breakthroughs so that their vision can succeed. We have um, our signature award-winning Rock the Energy Detox program, where we help clients really create successful launches while keeping their energy and mental health first for their vision. And then finally, our VIP Vive division, which is the most customized, which is where our corporate contracts go, our celebrities go, our highest ticket clients go, and we give them customized offers on what they desire to get help with. What's that? Tell me about the just the name, like Rock the Energy Detox. Is It, it, it piques my interest, and, and I think probably my listeners as well. And so just, just explain that a little bit. What does that mean? Yeah, so I it's so funny you say this because last term I was like, should we change the name because of what we do in it? And you know, my my team at Brother Time, she was like, nope, just leave it. So Rock the Energy Detox is really all about ensuring that you detox the energy that doesn't serve to make space for the energy that does, so that you can succeed right. in your vision with less stress and more flow while keeping your energy and mental health first. And there's an energy detox method that we walk our clients through inside of the program. There's detox where you're literally detoxing anything that could possibly get in your way of your success. And mm. there's the simplify phase where we're simplifying the vision because we can make things way too complicated. I am so guilty of this so many times in my life. And, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, and Alex so witnessed this in our sessions together. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so beautiful to say, you know what, I'm moving into the light, you know, like I'm really, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. figuring it out slowly. So, you know, and every time it looks too complicated, I'm like, it's too complicated. We got to simplify it down. So simplify, you really get to simplify your vision so it actually can make it. You're not doing all these crazy stunts in the hamster wheel, you actually make it. And then finally the ignite phase where you're igniting that vision into reality and, and seeing it blossom and, you know, really mm. be a great thing that goes out into the world. And we walk them through that in that signature program. But the way that we do it is really detoxing the energy that doesn't serve to make space for the energy yeah. that does. That's, I just think that that's so interesting. And I, I mean, even just, just to recognize, right. Again, the story that you're bringing people through there. So all, all the time in business, the story is not necessarily just the, I was a young girl. And once it's not that necessarily story, the story is movement. The story is about change when, right. When I say story, people should hear change. And what you're talking about there is this change, this movement from here's how you feel and here's what your energy is doing. Let's detox let's detoxify that, get out what's toxic. Yeah. And then by the end, you've got this like whole new ignition, this whole new thing that's setting you off. And like just the shift, the transformation that that happens in that, that is, I love the clarity in that. Uh, but, but specifically the visual of talking about like detoxing your energy is something that we might nod at, but I think, again, just helps to go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. Mm. Actually, as you say that, maybe that maybe there is toxic energy like in my life right now. There's a lot of things that are like making me feel like there's this is a barrier. Mm -hmm. Is that what it means? Like, give me a couple of examples of what that looks like. What could be a toxic kind of energy source? Yeah. So we dive into both personal and professional energies that could be toxic inside of the space that's preventing them from making it. So for example, in their vision, right? So for example, on a personal level, it could be a toxic relationship. It could be mm -hmm. a toxic friendship. It could be a toxic environment. It could be our toxic selves. It could be the things that we're telling ourselves in our head 
where we're literally attracting this toxic mess that we know we don't want in order to yeah. our vision succeed. So that's all personal on a professional level. Examples could be that we don't have backend systems, which is something even I myself am working on because for 11 years, right. I've been running this practice in my head and I'm done, <laughs> you know? So it's mm -hmm. just a matter of really realizing that toxicity and saying, you know what, I need to put in the work, even if it means I need to slow down to speed up and it'll mm -hmm. benefit me later because I have my house of bricks instead of a house of straw. So that's really what it comes down to is really realizing what we're creating or what we're allowing others to create inside of our space that's not permitting us to move forward in the ways that we're meant to live and saying, you know what, I'm going to do something about this now. I'm going to start setting boundaries. I'm going to start being mm -hmm. brave in my vocal communication. I'm going to really use my throat chakra and make sure that that releases in a way that makes sense. And most importantly, in a way that feels good and is with true love amongst all parties involved. And, and we help them really guide through that, especially in the detox phase so that the simplify and ignite phases can be just a little bit simpler. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it so much. There's all this, again, it's just such a clear transformation that you're inviting people into. So the big question is, um, you know, you said helping people get from pressure to peace. So we've done some work on this. There is clarity on this. The spoiler alert ahead is this is the transformation story that you have embraced for yourself is going from a life of pressure to feeling peace. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. We can always go back to that if we ever lose our way. <laughs> there we go. This is it. So if someone ultimately in all these things that you're doing, you're sitting here saying like, I, my biggest work in this world is to bring peace. Yep. It is to bring peace over pressure, to ensure that we are not allowing the pressure to consume us, to take us over. And if that ever happens, there's always someone there, such as yourself, that will catch us in that wave and say, you know what, there's too much pressure here. What's going on? And it's just a matter of really doing that gorgeous shift into peace because we're meant to live our vision in peace. We're meant to ignite that in peace. There's That's the best way. There's no other way. So let's open that up a little bit then because uh, again right these are good words great it sounds sounds great that's catchy that sounds like oh yeah i get that but once we actually then we then we do the work of diving in and this is to me this is the magic of it all where this goes from oh cool business to oh oh this is like deep heart centered stuff this is because she has lived this so when you say pressure when you feel that Open that up a bit. Again, bring us back in your story. Where does that begin for you? Where does this idea of pressure and, and what did that look like? Pressure from what, from who, towards what? Where does that begin for you? As you think of that word, bring us into a moment, a time in your life early on. What's coming to mind? Where are you at? Absolutely. An area where I've brought a lot of pressure on myself is definitely in my role as founder, CEO, and master coach of my practice. It's definitely an area where I'm so shifting from pressure into peace right now. And there's even some transitions happening in my practice right now where because of those executive decisions and because of the shifts that are being done, I'm really following, I'm really finding myself more into the embodiment of what this practice truly is. And this is something I've been wanting to dive into for so long. And the reason why I believe I wasn't able to shift into the piece of my role, it's really because I 
was so in that pressure and I was putting pressure on myself and I was telling myself, I have to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do, we don't have to do anything. It's really a matter of how are you serving people? And are you doing that in alignment and connection and flow that makes sense to you? Because that's the only way you're going to energetically attract those ideal clients and members that you're meant to serve in your community. So Mm -hmm. the second that I really started to dive into that, I said, yeah, let's, let's really look into the embodiment. Let's revise the targeting. Who am I meant to serve right now? Right. And that was really another part of the acceptance too, is that the universe and your higher power, whatever you choose to believe in, I believe in both God and universe and nature. I feel like they all take a play in our lives. You know, when it comes to those things, you're going to get the signs of who you're meant to serve in any given season. And it's up to you to really pay attention so that you can see those signs as they come and say, okay, I'm meant to serve this market right now. I'm meant to serve that market right now. And that's what I was able to do as well, where it really brought the peace over the pressure in what I was giving myself. So what you're describing here is this phenomenal stuff. And, and this is, but this is the shift that happened, right? What you're describing. So how long ago, like, you know, generally, are you talking about like, when I did this, that began to bring peace and I let go of the, pre- when, when was this? Is this, this months ago, shift? years ago? No, like it's happening right now. Like it's literally, <laughs> literally happening. Like you are catching me in the act of the shift. It's the most beautiful episode I could give you because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I love that language. Most beautiful episode. So again, let's, okay, great. So if we're in the shift, right, you picture the story arc. We've got who you are, and here's this last slice, and you just, I said, okay, tell me where that idea of pressure begins, and you went back a little bit to even, like, something super recent that's even bleeding into the, like, right now, like, the trans, so we're still kind of in that second slice, so let's go back even more and talk about where this idea of pressure, again, was, like, formed in you, where did that begin, again, like, go back, you know, as a girl, like, as as a kid, what is that, where was pressure around you what did that look like or what was life like and how did that feel like pressure yeah there were three moments that i can think of when you had said that that really i feel brought the most pressure and and we'll start Mm. from youngest to growing up first was when i witnessed um in my in my father's life what what actors really go through you know i was you know and obviously without um mentioning names, but I had really noticed multiple Mm -hmm. levels of addiction from drugs to alcohol to sex addictions. And I was like, wow, like I want to help these people. But right when I had said that to myself, I had also put a pressure onto myself that I needed to be the most perfect being. And that got me into my own alcohol drinking issue. So, you know, you really want to be careful with the pressure that you give yourself because you can end up sliding right down that slope. So what got me out of that was the ability to say, I have my own issues to work out and I'm really going to work that through. And universe supported me too, to the point where I was supposed to get a bachelor's in psychology and I got in an addiction counseling instead. So, you know, it just really worked out and it's so perfect for our clients because we get them out of toxic addictions every single day so that they can shift into habits that better serve them for their vision. So that was the first moment I could think of. Second, so you one- just, and, and let me just draw attention to that again, because you, you kind of flew through that, but it's again, it's just so marvelous. And this is what I, I feel like having the joy of being, being able to do with you is be like, you, do you hear what you just did? Do you, you just, you, you just dropped like such gold there. And that was such a clear story that you just painted there a whole story of, I remember being a girl and like seeing, like living this like kind of celebrity lifestyle and seeing these 
actors that were addicted and was like, whoa, what is that? Like, how can these people are in pain? These people are, are, are stuck. These people are, are, yeah, there's barriers. There's a lot of pressure to succeed. I, I wonder if I can help them at some point when I grow up. And then you, you get into that and then you face your own barrier, which is that same thing that you saw, which then leads you into, yeah, well, actually, I'm going to get a, a, a bachelor's in that in addiction counseling and now go and help people just as I thought that I would when I was young. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's this beautiful, again, one, two, three arc. There's this idea, this problem, and then this, you know, solution, as it were, of where you are. And I just think it's so good. I have to draw attention to it when I see it and hear it. And so I'm excited to hear what the other ones are. <laughs> These other moments that you're about to open up here. But I need to celebrate when a, when a story is told and maybe is told so easily that we don't even notice it. Ah, oh, I so appreciate that. Yeah, that was a really big milestone in my life. And that too was recently, you know, because I'm just mm-hmm. now finishing my degree and I just flew back from graduation from commencement. So, you know, that mm-hmm. was a big breakthrough that I've needed for so long. So I really appreciate that. And I I thank my team members who were also supportive of me during that journey. So yeah, that was moment one. <laughs> so yeah, you know, great. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got lots of time here. Let's go to moment two. <laughs> What's season two hold for us? Yes. <laughs> I love you. So, you know, moment two was really my mother's diagnosis. So when she was diagnosed bipolar when I was 14, I felt so relieved, even though my mother was obviously so upset, but it helped me feel so relieved because four to 14 were some wild years. And then even under four years old, there were some wild memories that my family members had put me on to that I was just like, wow, like trauma central since the day I came in the world from the hospital, you know, so it was just insane. But the second that she was finally diagnosed bipolar, it really made a lot of sense. And I actually felt inspired because now I had my answer as to why things were happening. So that was when the vision of Vive came. I was 14 years old and I've spent the past 20 years now being 34, bringing that vision to life. And I feel like I'm finally owning into that vision now, which is so beautiful. But what brought the pressure to the point where it, it took 20 years when it could have happened in a shorter time frame, was saying, oh my goodness, am I capable? Can I really do this or can I not? And you know what helps increase that pressure a ton is when you don't make people happy or you let people down or you disappoint them in their eyes because you didn't live up to their expectations and having those honest conversations saying, hey, I completely understand how you feel and I've let you down and I'm sorry, but you know what? This is what I'm evolving into now. This is a situation and you have to choose to accept that my intentions are pure and that this practice is pure and it's really up to you to move through with that or not. And, you know, those are the real ways that you actually own your identity, own your character and own your vision and what you're meant to do. And that shift that I'm actually experiencing right now is bringing a thousand percent fire into my soul. And it's really like lighting me the F up right now. And I'm just so excited Mm -hmm. because I was giving myself this lie for 20 years that I had to be the perfect version of me to make other people happy when the real version is, and what it's supposed to be is I am meant to be the best vessel I can possibly be to run this practice because this practice is meant to exist in the world for creators, entrepreneurs, and celebrities. And you best damn believe I'm here to make it happen. And it's going to exist for generations to come. And it's going to be the apple of alternative mental health for creators. So, you know, that's really 
the shift. And I, and that's the piece for me. So, <laughs> so again, there's this experience of facing this trauma in your life, like directly to you and you survive through this and your mom at 14, you're 14 years old and your mom is diagnosed with, with bipolar. Uh, is I know that there's a moment within that section because I know your story. Is this part three or can we talk about that, this moment, this conversation that happened? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, let's do it. In that moment. Oh, is that, that's part of this one? So yeah. just tell me about that a little bit. I want to, let me paint the picture and then I want to come back to that moment because I think it's so significant that there's this, you're talking about this pressure to then, again, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to go and help people that are that are in a situation like I have experienced or like my mom has experienced. I'm going to do this. This is my my vision. This is my mission. This is my destiny. I'm mm -hmm. going to do this and have an effect on the world. Mm -hmm. And that you're saying brought this pressure with it around expectations and and what do people think of me and am I making a difference? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So now bring back because I know that there was a significant moment in that around that 14 years old that really made you see, oh, this is this is what's possible. Mm -hmm. So what was that? Yeah. So when I had seen my mother's diagnosis, did you want me to share the memory on how the diagnosis? Came yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And who was there? And you know, the therapist. Yeah. And, and yeah. So it was, it was really intense at that time. I was 14 years old because 14 was a very extreme year. My mom was hitting her highest levels of abuse on multiple area in multiple ways. Um, and when it came to that year, that was the first time that I had lost my virginity, not by choice. I was raped. So I'm a sexual assault survivor. So you know, those two things happened to the point where it made me extremely suicidal. And I started cutting myself. And my mom at first had sent a psychotherapist to the house. And I went on a gorgeous walk with her. And I was like, wow, this is this is peace. I may have faith that I'm actually meant to be alive. And then finally, another thing my mother had tried within that season was taking me to a psychiatrist in order to see you know, if we could get more answers there from surviving rape and from what I was facing with her, because the levels just wasn't making sense. We're talking about feeding me with a Bible at 2am because there's a demon in me, you know, like there's, there's all these things. And, mm -hmm. you know, finally, when I was sitting in that, that chair, I remember it vividly. I was sitting in this brown couch inside of the psychiatrist's office and there was a light beaming, almost like I was in an interrogation room, but it was almost bright like this light that's over me right now that I don't care to have on. Like he was really like focused on the client clearly. So we're the patient. So, you know, it was asking all these questions on what I had been through in my life. And one thing that he noticed was my mother consistently cutting me off, almost like she was trying to manipulate my answer. So my psychiatrist in this session was like slowly shifting the light from, from me to my mom. It was funny to laugh at now, obviously, but I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what's happening? And so he's like, <laughs> so he's shifting it over to my mom. And then he was like, hmm, so why do you believe that happened? And I'm like, oh my gosh, is she about to get exposed? Like, and it was just slowly shifting with all these interrogation questions from me to wow. my mother. 
And finally, with all of the ways that my mom was talking and he had noticed her excitement of her having the floor to speak, he witnesses everything. And by the end of the session, he says, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I believe you are diagnosed bipolar. And she was livid. She got so pissed off. She stood up. She said, Nastasia, let's go. Vamanos. And she got so mad and just like took me out of there. And I don't know why she felt the first place to go out of that session was the supermarket to get produce. <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she felt like she was healthier because she made that decision. But she, this is where we went. <laughs> we went to the supermarket, to the produce section. I remember she was on one side of the produce. I was on the other. It was where all the leafy greens were. And she's getting radishes mm. and, you know, lettuce and ice, not iceberg, but, you know, like spinach leaves and like all this stuff and romaine romaine was what she was picking up when when i remember this vision it was romaine lettuce and radishes and i'm on the other side like slowly creeping while she's you know just screaming over the phone in spanish to one of her friends like spanglish really because it was spanish and english she's like i can't believe that just happened and in my head i'm thinking i'm so relieved that just happened <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting in peace but i knew obviously like hold space she's really upset right now you know and 14 years old, pushing the shopping cart, hearing my mom piss. But really, yeah. I just felt so relieved. And I was like, wow, this all makes sense. And I had a period where I just like sat with it for up to a good few months. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this now? And, and, and the vision was so clear, create a practice that's going to help people get past their circumstances, no matter what. High achieving entrepreneurs and public speakers, this is for you. You know, that you've got something important to do here, but why in the world are you doing it? And even if you know why, how do you talk about that? That's why I'm so excited to invite you into my one-on-one -on -one story coaching process. Through this three-month journey, we will go into intensive sessions to uncover your story, turn it into a message that matters, and then create content specific to your context and business today. I have worked with dozens of clients that have experienced major transformation through this experience, and more importantly, have discovered the transformation that they have already gone through in their life. Because when you know how you have transformed, you can communicate that so your audience knows how you can transform them too. Look, 96% of consumers buy based on emotions, and if storytelling is our greatest tool to spark an emotional response, then you better learn to tell your story today. And one-on-one -on -one story coaching is the best way to do it. Go to alexstreet.ca to get the conversation started or reach out to me on Instagram at streetsays and say, I'm interested in one-on-one. -on -one. And let's talk. It's so, again, just I, I, it's such a good story. But there's this, there's this moment, that both of those conversations, right? So you've got this psychotherapist that, that goes on this walk with you and, and, and kind of speaks into you, helps you see, you said it so quickly, and it, it, but it's so powerful that, oh, maybe I am meant to be alive. <laughs> the impact of that is so significant, because again, here you are now, then this moment where this person kind of brings light literally shines light on the situation in your home and and who she is. And this sparks some desire within you to go out there and make an impact in the same way. How can I help people in the same way? Mm -hmm. So what I've got right now is like these two stories that you've told. One is you said like pressure from myself 
Mm-hmm. There's like, I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to help people. What if I help people around? And that pressure on yourself then caught, then led you down a path of like, well, how do I numb myself out from all this pressure that I've created? Mm-hmm. And then this pressure to, to help, but it, it almost got twisted towards this like, okay, but what's their expectation? Am I helping them according to how they need to be helped? And if I'm not, then what good am I? So there's this like pressure of self, pressure almost from others, whether they know it or not. Mm. And and I'm just excited. I'm I'm interested in what this third story is. What's this third moment that that you're thinking of that really kind of defines or or de- opens up uh, uh, this idea of pressure in your yeah. life? This story. Definitely. The before we get to the third moment, one thing I want to um, do to conclude the second moment too is that I was giving myself the pressure that I had to be perfect in order to run my practice. But really, the truth is, is that if I don't teach that to my clients, then that can't apply to me either, because there's no such thing as perfect. The only perfect being is God or your higher power, whatever you choose to believe. But when it comes to the, the, that pressure of just being a perfect being in order to successfully run the practice. And I saw that even trifling onto the expectations that others were having of me, certain people. And I really had to take a stand and be like, listen, I am not a perfect being. You need to stop. And, you know, that's really, and I need to stop because that's not serving either of us. When you survive trauma, that's a lifelong journey of really accepting that it happened to you, but it doesn't need to define you. And sometimes it takes longer amounts of time for some and shorter for others in order to come to that acceptance. And the second that I started to really learn that I was really proud of what I've survived instead of ashamed of it to the point where I don't even care to teach shame anymore, because why are we going to project shame onto anybody? You know, that's really when I started to discover myself and say, you know what, now I know why I'm the one to run this practice in this generation and time. So, you know, for anyone who's listening, don't ever put the pressure on yourself to be perfect, especially when it comes to the mental health industry, because your story and the journey that you're doing to transform your future is the perfection. That's enough. Mm. Mm, just need to take a breath with that. That's you are you're proud of yourself instead of ashamed of yourself, and just the journey is the perfection. Thank you for sharing that. That's so good. My pleasure. You're just you're you're riffing here. This is this is watching a, a master, uh, you know, solo guitarist at work. Let's just give, give him a guitar and see what he does. <laughs> And for you, it's just like, here, just talk about your journey. Talk about mental health for a second. And you just start riffing and it just produces something really uh, significant. So, okay. Can we, you want to dive into the third? Yeah. The third piece here? What yeah. What is this one? Definitely. So this one is corporate society. I feel that corporate society mm. really gave me so much pressure on how to develop my practice. I used to be an executive to the VP controller of Fox television stations in the beginning of my career. And I looked up to their way of infrastructure so much as a way to start my practice because they were a big time corporation, right? Like it's a big time thing. Everybody knows what Fox is. So, you know, I, you know, the TMZ guy was coming up all the time and I was working right next to the CFO and and CEO, as well as the VP controller. Like it was those three. And I, I felt at times like I was serving all three of them. So you know, it was really a matter of, you know, alongside their execs as well. Like we were all, that was, we were the top ones of all 27 stations. And I did this in my early twenties, right when beginning my practice. And the pressure that came was the way that the environment was working in there was 
You have to get this done. It doesn't matter if you're working till 2 a.m. I used to have nightmares of being up until 2 a.m. in my bed when I got home because I knew I was about to do it the next day, probably deep down. Mm -hmm. And it was just so wild. It was all this pressure to the core of having to deliver something. And yes, we have deadlines that we must deliver for our clients and our community and members in order to serve them well in the practice, but it's done differently. So for example, in corporate America, it was a way of doing this pressure so that things could be fulfilled and, you know, F what your environment looks like. Right. And for me, what I'm noticing our practice turning into is I don't know if we're ever going to have a brick and mortar again. We may just hold retreats throughout the year where our clients, members and community get together and really get great at running something like that at beautiful locations and venues. You know, that may be the thing. And, you know, I say this now, but I'm pretty sure we'll have a location in the future where people can come and just create in different areas of the country. But, you know, it I, I do see that happening, too. But where they see me more is is not really in the brick and mortar. It's in spaces of peace, of freedom. And even at this most recent trip to California, I realized how much California is really home for me. And it just makes so much sense why I felt so much pressure in New Jersey, because that's where I'm meant to go. And I even worked with a couple professionals that are really good at showing a vision to somebody. I don't do these often because I really practice my faith. But when I do do them, this was the most clear vision that ever came to me. I literally saw the house that I could own in California. I saw the car that I envisioned in my head by myself while I was in California recently. Like just the the way of it, it's just like, wow, that's actually where the rest of my life is. So, and the, the moral of the story is you can create your practice, your brand, your business, however you want. It doesn't have to be the way of corporate America just because they know how to never have money stop. There is a way of money flowing in a way that only you know of that's customized towards your vision and what you're meant to ignite. So that was really the breakthrough from pressure to peace. That was my intentional breakthrough because I really saw, wow, I can, I can create this in a different way than what I thought I was learning, what I thought I was supposed to do because of corporate society. There's a whole new world that you can do where you can travel yeah. and run your practice and create systems that that can work and get back in the studio because it's not the only thing you have to run. So this this is brilliant because again the way that we're walking through your story here is is really inviting people at where they're at and so many different levels towards towards walking through this this shift as well and what what I just heard there is this pressure you know if we have pressure of self like the pressure you're putting on yourself is part of your story. The yeah. pressure that you feel from specifically from like those that you're meant to help. Let's call them clients. Let's call them patients. Let's call them the people out there, the the people that you're helping. And then there's this pressure from like, again, and that, that was a piece of perfection with pressure to be perfect for their sake. And then what you just described was this almost this like pressure of the industry, like this pressure of like, performance to fit in almost of like how are how are the other people doing it it's not so much comparison or whatever but you're saying it's like this is the way it's supposed to be done so I should do it that way this is what I've seen done so this is how I should go forward and build my business and what you're finding now is this release and this which is bringing peace as you build this to become whatever you want it to be mm -hmm. yeah yeah, definitely. Because 
I don't yeah. perform well in a being stuck in four walls 24 seven. Like it's different when you're at home, you know, you can create your surrounding and it can be such a beautiful thing. And, you know, I got my money tree going, I got my lights going, you know, all that good jazz. Like I work better that way where I know for a fact, I'm not interrupted. Whereas if I'm in a brick and mortar, I know somebody's going to knock on my door in five minutes because they have a question. They yeah. need it. So, you know, it's, it's really a matter of creating that space that we really admire and and love and and it's how do you perform well and how you deliver best to your client that's the type of environment yeah. you're supposed to be creating and i know for a fact we'll eventually have a location because after succeeding in my goals for our services we're going to step into e-commerce and nonprofit. but when it comes to how we deliver best that's priority and in this season doing it virtual is what's working for me and it's what's working for my team and we're not trying to be stuck in four walls anywhere. None of us, like, I just know it without even having to ask them. It's, it's really a matter of what is your mission? What's your culture? And how are you going to ignite that where everyone is in love with what we're doing for others? Just talk a little bit about then how, because this is your story. And this is what's so interesting about this, because a lot of people I bring on the, the podcast now, is I, I'll bring them in and I'm like, I maybe now don't know their story. I haven't had them as a client already and done this deep work and really come out with this clear transformation. And so it's it's kind of a, a discovery. It's a, an initial conversation that we just record and put out in the world. And through it, I'm just trying to listen and I'm trying to form the story and like, okay, yeah, well, what if this and what if this? And it's, it's this really natural kind of flow through that. But what we just did here was it's almost like you're, I mean, you're coming on as a guest with a really clear idea of like, yeah, well, I see what my transformation is. I already know it. So you want me to tell my story? I can tell it as clear as as day. I can tell it any moment. What do you want me to go to? And the way that you're talking through this, I think, is the way that a lot of people would hope that they could show up on a podcast and talk through this with that kind of clarity. So again, just celebrating what I'm seeing in you and hearing from you, it's really I, I mean, I, I don't know if pride is the right word. I'm proud of where you are and how you've grown and how you've come through this. But I'm so excited as well, because the more clear that you are means that the more clear that our listeners will be to say, oh, what she's got, what she's building, what she helps people through. That's what I need. So if someone's sitting there feeling this pressure, right, this pressure from themselves, and again, it's, this is all around mental health. Yeah. Yes. So it's, so it's what this pressure causes you to then think and feel about, about self, about world. And if they're feeling this pressure from self, they're feeling this pressure from others, this expectation, if they're feeling this pressure to, to perform in an industry, to, to, to build something um, according to what they see, then how, maybe, you know, maybe we touched on this, but, but how do you then help them move? How do you help them transform from that to a place of peace where they are, they're at this place? Yeah, beautiful question. So I remind them to never be too stuck in one place and just consistently move with the journey. That's really the biggest thing. So for example, we'll, we'll utilize our, our signature coaching program, right? If, or we could even utilize our new membership either or whatever we're working on with them at the moment in a personal level on an internal level, for example, the detox phase and rock the energy detox, it can be tempting to stay there for a really long time because you really come to an awakening. Like, Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse in here. Am I allowed to curse in here? Go for it. Party um, on. 
All right. So it's like, oh shit, you know, I've actually been neglecting my inner issues for a really long time, maybe even my whole life. What do I do with this? You know? And that's why we exist to help move them through that and be like, listen, it's okay. If you don't resolve your inner issues in a month, like you are fine. It's, it's actually the real breakthrough here is that you even realize that it's there so that you can understand how to start moving through that. And, you know, when it comes to anything externally, how they've been running their, their business or their brand or their vision, or how they've been bringing it into life, have they cared enough for the delivery of who they're giving that vision to? Sometimes we forget. And for multiple reasons, either we make it about us or we make it about um, our dreams or we make it about, you know, just getting it done and out there in the world and then taking it out on other people if they say no. But honestly, it's how well did you deliver the message? How well did you do your storytelling? Right. Mm, Like, how well did you make this happen? So, you know, reminding them to not beat themselves up and say, just see what's there. Don't worry about the failures because there's no such thing. There's really lessons. It's really a matter of saying, okay, are we passionate enough about the delivery and the experience that we're giving to the client, the customer, or to the person we're presenting to? And how are we really hitting home that this is actually needed, that there's a true problem we're solving here? And, you know, that's really where it, where it sticks out. So reminding them to move through that journey is really where, where we work with them so that they can actually get the job done. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, this is this is the beauty of it. So here you are running this whole thing. And, and as soon as we get into the, yeah, but why? Will you open up that this is so deeply about your own journey and the change that you are now going through, not only have gone through, but are like, you said, you're like, I'm in it. This is the episode, baby. This is the, the point of transformation. Um, and so there's this identity identification with it you get to show up and say that like this is my story like i get it i've been through it because of that i'm absolutely here to guide you to help you along the way as well yeah and that as you have spoken to here already is why vive is is what it is already and it's only getting started mm-hmm. it's 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 just on the on this at the start of the 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 path upwards and and out and and really making an impact for a long, long time in this world. And so I'm so, so grateful for you, for your time here, for sharing the story as you have, for, again, um, just bringing us into all of this. Obviously, people are going to want to... um, to connect with you, to talk with you, to say, wow, really appreciated what you said, and, and to work with you, to say, hey, I need that help. I want to move from this place of pressure to peace in my life. How do I do that? So how are they, what's the best way to connect with you and and get this conversation started? Yes, definitely. So the fastest ways to connect with me currently is on Instagram, Nastasia Rose, N-A-S-T-A-S-Y-A-R-O-S-E. Why Vive is the Instagram for my alternative mental health practice for creators, which is at W-H-Y-V-I-V-E. Um, v as in Victor, I V as in Victor E. And for our company website where you could go and apply to be a client now, it's yvive.com. Fabulous. Love it. 
Excellent. Finally, we just need to give a little shout out because you said on your form, on your intake form, that your favorite story, uh, one of your favorite stories, and I just need to say it because it's also in my top three Disney movies of all time, is what? What did you say it is? Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> all the way. Tale, the tale as old as time. <laughs> tale as old as time. I have the Bell Conier brush to prove it. It is Bell's face on my brush. It is my favorite brush. I freak out if I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, all the way. I am Bell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so good. You talk about transformation stories. I don't know. There's not many more more clear than that one of the beast transforming back into the prince that he he was and was meant to be it's beautiful so um look just wanted to to, to draw attention to that and call that out because it it needs to happen um so thank you so much for your time this is uh this has been a real joy you're fantastic thank you you are as well yes i love you <laughs> thank you Thanks for listening. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'd love to know what you thought of this conversation, so please feel free to reach out to me on my website, on Instagram, or in the Fearless Speakers Academy and share your thoughts. In the meantime, honor this conversation, go out in your life, and tell a better story today. We'll see you next time.